Cardinals Corner from Arizona Sports with Tyler Drake and Eric Ruby. Hello and welcome into another edition of Cardinals Corner, but not just another edition of Cardinals Corner. Alongside me, as always, is Arizona Sports Cardinals reporter Tyler Drake. I am Arizona Sports Afternoon contributor Eric Ruby, but the most important man in the room right now is one of the highly sought-after offensive linemen free agents right now, a stalwart, the only man who started all 17 games for the Cardinals last season. You know him on and off the field. It's Kelvin Beecham. Kelvin, thank you for joining us thank today. You, man. Thank you, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's going to be a blast today. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, yeah, you're doing the whole media rounds. You're hitting us up. You're hitting Burns and Gambo yeah, next. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. This is the first time I've ever been over to this this. Uh, this far, this far north for okay. anything other than treatment. So this is cool to kind of just see everything that's going over here off a of bell. There's yeah. a lot of different parts of Arizona if it you really just is. drive a couple minutes. It really is. I had no idea that, you know, you got PV, you got Arcadia, mm-hmm. you know, you got uh, Phoenix that comes this far north, and then you got Scottsdale. You got this, this hodgepodge of, of communities. I just got to find <laughs> a good food up this way now. <laughs> yeah, there, I do. There's, there's a ton of different options. I'm trying to think. Top of my head. Well, the thing is, I don't have time tonight. If I had time tonight, yeah, that's you know, true. I, I got a, you know, got a, got a date with the wife tonight. But if I had time, I would, I would have. Tell know. you what, you come back, do another episode with us. We'll have yeah, a whole list, list of, of restaurants <laughs> around here that well, don't, you can go to. Don't give me to. a list. Just bring the food in there. Okay, oh, fair, there fair enough. Are you confident? You confident? <laughs> I don't mind confident. There if, we go. If, <laughs> the, if the food is good, I have no problem. Hey, listen. One thing that I don't mind splurging on is food. That's a good. It's a good philosophy. I'm man. an offensive lineman. I was going to say you, I, that's, you, know, that's, you I, have to be like that. Uh, you, I'm, I'm a connoisseur when it comes to eating. Is now. it splurging or is it training? Because you got to get your body right, man. Well, you know? the thing is, is, is the type of delicacies that I like within a restaurant or, or eating, you know, happens can be somewhat expensive. So it is <laughs> somewhat of a delicacy versus I'm just eating just to eat. You know? Yeah. What's the What's the go to delicacy then? The go-to delicacy is, is Wagyu, man. Ooh. Yes. Uh, you know, I, I have cattle back at home, but I, I love and I love to explore when I travel of, of being able to find a nice piece of Wagyu. Let's talk about traveling a little bit, because you're going to be taking a trip to Zambia very soon for a cause that's near and dear to your heart. I just want to give you the platform to tell the people what you're doing and how they can help if they want to. For sure. You know, a lot of people here in Arizona know that I volunteer with United Food Bank here in town, have done that at every single stop, you know, every single stop. So Pittsburgh, Jacksonville, New York, um, and now here in Arizona. But what many people don't realize is we talk about, you know, uh, food insecurity here, you know, being able to have access to nutritious food, understanding the the gaps and, and, and what side of town you're on, depend, you know, that'll depend on what type of food you're getting and if it'll be, you know, uh, uh, sprouts mm-hmm. versus, uh, you know, what's the other what's the other places? So you got fries, but, you know, some of the, you know, Dollar Tree, you know, trying yeah. to go buy groceries from Dollar Tree, which they don't even sell groceries, but just the point of, like, the disparities between neighborhoods. But when you go on the global front, you realize that it's many countries and many communities in those countries that don't have access to water. Um, I had that opportunity to go to um, Honduras back in 2016, saw it with my own eyes, and I was like, this, this, can't, be, this can't be real. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, was in Africa in 2020, had an opportunity to, while I was traveling, getting away, you know, just kind of unwinding, being able to see some of the disparities there. So being able to go uh, to Zambia, um, you know, this time around, you know, as the kids grow older, grow older, we'll be taking them to some of these uh, these places as well. But donated two wells uh, last year. 
Um, and then right now on social, getting the community to match uh, the, the other well that we're trying to put there. And excited to go there. It's going to be raining the whole time, so I actually need to find oh, some wow. rain clothes while I'm there. Uh, but it's going to be raining, but we're going to be going to go see those wells, uh, seeing the water spread out the ground for the first time. You know, water is almost like gold and oil there. Um, yeah. It's a commodity. It's something that's needed. Um, we take it for granted here. Yeah. Like, but it's it's as many countries that don't have access to even, you know, a bottle of Dasani water. So, yeah. you know, want to find a way to be a part of that solution. What a, I guess, obviously, you've wanted to give back in the states. Yeah. What really got you to go more globally and look at stuff outside of the United States? Well, I think the the game of football is a global game. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's not just America's game. Mm-hmm. Even though we in America think this 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 particular sport is the is the the powerhouse across the planet. But football is truly a global game. It's not the biggest. It's not soccer. It's not cricket. But it's still a global game. So if it's a global game, I think I need to take the approach of making sure that I'm being a part of this this global game and being able to impact things on a global scale. So uh, you can go anywhere in the country, anywhere in the world, and you say NFL, and I was I would imagine or say Super Bowl, not even NFL. Yeah. You say Super Bowl, they know, and people don't realize what what you're, what you're talking about. Can't always say football though. Well, you can't say football. Can't always say football. You can't, no. you say football. You got to say Super Bowl. It has to it has to it has to be a distinction. Yeah. Well, one thing about you that I've picked up and noticed, not just from watching you and learning about you, but just doing some more research before you came on, is that you're not just a one foot in type of guy you like being involved whether it was in high school being in the band whether it was yeah. in college you you're gonna your be research, huh? I'm, I'm, I'm telling you man <laughs> we, we, we did it man i mean because we knew we were gonna have you on we, we <laughs> you you have to just to kind of get a sense of yeah. the person because football is football and we yeah. will talk football but you first and foremost are a person who likes to be involved in things that includes being a part of the uh, union rep for the NFLPA. What is it about you that just gravitates towards either a leadership role or just yeah. being the one that's involved? You know, I, I wouldn't say that it's a leadership role. You know, a lot of people try to, you know, hey, you're you're leading this, or you know, you're you're directing this, or you're moving this forward. I just think it's the ability to to know what you're good at and what you're not good at. Um, you know, even though I was in the band in high school, I wasn't the, the drum major, but I supported them. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I was in the multicultural society in, in, in high school. I don't think I was a president, but I like supported the president. When I was in college, you know, I was a captain, but I wasn't the go to. I wasn't the, the front facing captain. You know, even some of the things that I did in college, I wasn't always the, the guy I was supporting or, you know, I was supporting the male or the female that was leading in those particular roles. But I think from an involvement standpoint, it's, it's, I want to be involved and, and understand what's going on in the spaces that I happen to be in. And if I'm there, I need to lean in. And I think in leaning in, you, you either find stuff about yourself, you find stuff out about what's going on. You have this information arbitrage that you're able to kind of gather um, as you're spending time in those particular spaces. But anytime I, I start, you know, doing something, I try to go all in. And I think that that. The curiosity and the ability to learn in that particular vein has helped me. And it's helped me not only, you know, on the football field, but it's helped me off the field as well. So outside of just, you know, you do more than just, you know, giving back to Zambia, yeah. making the wells, you know, STEM's big, big yeah. thing for you, educational equal, yeah. equity, mm-hmm. uh, you know, advocating just for, you know, getting everybody technology that's needed around yeah. around the states. And yeah. you, I've talked to you a little bit about your upbringing, just just wanted to give everybody else kind of the sense of where you came from, yeah. why it's so important to give back, who you kind of look up to yeah. in that kind of uh, arena. 
You know, I look up to my, my grandfather and my father. You know, my, my grandfather has been blind since he was 19. He's... I don't. He's between ninety five and ninety eight. I don't know the exact. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know you're old, right? Uh, it's, it's, Is it's, that you don't know the exact it's, it's age? In, it's in that range. Yeah. Um, I, I'm going back down to Texas this weekend, so I'll find out for sure. But he's in that range. Um, but him and my 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 father have been working on cars all their life. Um, that's just the nature of what they do. They've been doing it for a long time. Um, seeing my dad get up every morning, just the, the consistency and the grind. Um, that's who you know I looked up to. Um, we didn't have much, you know. I, I say this quite often: is is my first NFL check in twenty um, twenty twelve was more than my parents made in an entire year, and I was a seven round pick. So it's not. I mean, Dang. it's it's money, yeah. but my first NFL check, like first NFL game check, was more than what my parents made. In an entire That's year, wild. Um, so it puts you in the context yeah. with 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 where we came from. And they raised four kids, and we all went off and and got scholarships. And they told us we're not, we can't pay for school. Like there is no ability for us to do that. Um, but if you get good grades, and if you happen to be good in sports, I think we'll find a way to to support you as you go and do those things. Yeah. So I had a I had a really good upbringing. I had great male role models. I had a great mother. I had a great community of people uh, in and around me there in Mahia. Um, and it's really been kind of the, the foundation of what, what I am today. How big is Mahaya? 7,500 people, man. Okay. Okay. I say this all the time, man. It's probably more cattle in Mahaya than there are people. <laughs> um, you know, to, to be honest with you, I mean, it's, you know, the cattle we have are more than our family members. So, yeah. um, you know, it's, it's one of those things. It's a very, very small town. Uh, a couple lights. Uh, we got a Walmart. You know, that was a big thing when we got Walmart uh, in Mahaya some years ago. Um, but we got a we got a couple of things that, that that are there in Mahaya. Yeah, we got a. I, I'm actually from a small town, and, and same kind of similar thing. We got more grapevines than we've got people. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I am not from a small town, so I'm I'm a little bit out of the loop here. But what I have noticed, and we talked to Lucita Smith, yeah, a yeah. teammate of yours, yeah. during uh, the season, and he's also from a, a smaller mm-hmm. town. And a lot of the times, there's a certain mindset for people that come out of small towns. And I can ask this to both you, Tyler, and to you, Kelvin, is what is it that's actually different besides just, oh, it's small, or we don't have as many people, like about the community, the people that come out of there. What is different about coming from a community so small? I think one is it's this fight or flight mentality. Like, I have to get out. How do I stay out? And then once I'm out, how do I then go and take care of or teach those in that community how to get out and then how to, you know, how to fish in essence. Don't mm-hmm. just give them fish. How you teach mm-hmm. them how to fish. Yeah. Um, so I think that's first and foremost, like the, the, the number one thing that comes out. And then I think it's this realization that you do need people. And I think when you come from a smaller community, even as you continue to progress in life and you, you know, become successful in whatever vein that is, you're very collaborative because in your hometown, you had to be collaborative mm-hmm. because that's literally all you had. So you had to find a way to work together. But I think those two are really the the main drivers of, I think, people who come from small towns. What about yourself? Yeah, yeah. I think for me, it's, it's more so about kind of making those people back home proud. Yeah. I think that's really, for me, at the end of the day, is, is really, you know, all those people that helped me, like yeah. you said, being collaborative, getting to the point where I am today. It's like, mm-hmm. hey, I got to make sure all those people in Kelseyville, California know, like, I still got you guys. Yeah. You got me. You know, the feeling's mutual. So, yeah, I, same same exact feeling there, man. That's exactly how I feel. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. So how does that translate to now? You're entering what, year 12 yeah. now in the, in the NFL. Do you, do you 
understand how crazy that is? Like, does that hit you that you've played for over a, a decade in the National Football yeah. League? Well, you put it that way, it, it, it hits a little differently. Especially and, and, watching other guys just retire too. I mean, JJ, yeah, yeah. just seeing Rodney, that. Rodney just retired. Yep. So, how are you feeling, man? I'm on top of the world, man. That's what I like to hear. I'm on top of the world. Uh, I wouldn't trade this for for anything. I still enjoy training. You know, still was in the gym this morning uh, and walking into the gym, understanding the process that still has to be um, a part of the fabric of who I am. I enjoy that. I enjoy the mundane. I enjoy the boring stuff, to be Mm. honest with you. (laughs) Um, And that's what continues to drive. I mean, I understand that process and I'm, I'm in love with that process. I enjoy that process. And that process is something that I take in other, other fields, but I enjoy the process of every year. In essence, you have to be a rookie again. Yeah. You have to be a rookie again. You have to relearn, um, a system. You have to relearn people. It's a different locker room every single year. Yeah. Um, it's different egos. You know, every single year, it's different goals every single year. Even though the main goal is is is, is winning the Super Bowl, but there are many goals that are that are you know wanting to be achieved by the team, by the coaches, by the GM and administration, by the business side of 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 the organization, by the owner. Like there is goals that are wanting to be accomplished, and I think for me, it's it's. It's being able to be a part of that process. And we talked about being involved. Being involved in that process and being involved um, and being a, a contributor is what I enjoy the most. And, you know, just I've, I've been a contributor for a, a couple of years now. So it's been <laughs> I fun. think that's putting it lightly. Yeah, I would that's, say lightly, dude. Con, con, contributing is a good way to put it. It's accurate, but it's also, I think, underselling a bit as well. So when you talk about being on the field, we, yeah. the process, the boring, the yeah. mundane – but on Sundays, yeah. what is it that Kelvin Beecham can still still bring? Uh, consistency and making sure my guy don't touch the quarterback. <laughs> That's all, right? <laughs> That's it's, it. It's, it's not complicated. You no. know, I, it's, it's making sure that the guy in front of me doesn't touch the quarterback. Now, you know, will the quarterback have to shift from time to time? Or will he feel like he has uh, to step up in the pocket? Ain't nobody batting a thousand. Mm-hmm. But my job is to make sure that my guy or myself – doesn't touch the quarterback. My my job is to make sure that my guy doesn't touch the ball carrier. Yeah. It's a very simple concept. Now, the question <laughs> is, is how do you do that consistently? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, again, it goes back to taking pride in what I do. It's taking pride in making sure that my guy doesn't make the play. That defensive lineman, that DN, that linebacker, whenever my number is called, then my guy is not in on the play. My guy is not hitting the running back. My guy is not touching the quarterback. Um, and if you do that consistently enough, you'll be appreciated for, 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 for doing so. <laughs> Uh, so speaking of the new guys yeah. in town, have you been able to sit down and talk with Jonathan Gannon, Drew Petzing, any of the guys, Clayton Adams yeah. at all, and, and, uh, and what's the feeling there? Yeah, yeah. So I actually got to sit down with, with Coach Adams literally the day uh, he got hired. Like I okay. happened to be in the office as he was rolling his back out of Gannon's office. Got to spend time with, with Gannon as well. Um, I sat down with, with Monty. So I've had a chance to briefly be able to spend just a little bit of time with, with, with all the, the, the new faces you know, in the building. Um, you know, and then you know, still spending time with the the, the guy who writes all the checks, uh, <laughs> you know, for for the organization. But you know, it's it's it's, it's going to be changed. Uh, yeah. And when you don't win, that's just the nature of this business. It's a business at the end of the day. But again, it's all about relationships and um, relationships, whether they're here, whether they've whether they've left. Um, you just never know how everything will work out. You know, I mean, that's just the, the nature of 
nature of the NFL, the nature mm-hmm. of football. So what is that relationship like when, one, there's a new regime coming in, and two, you're a free agent. You know, you're not under contract for the Arizona Cardinals, but you're still, you know, around the building. And what is that like for you? Yeah. You know, I'm employed until they stop cutting the check. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I try not to make it any bigger or any smaller than it really has to be. Yeah. Um, again, I go back to the relationships. It's the relationships in this in this game that that matter the most. I can still, you know, talk to Mr. Bitwell. I can still, if I needed to call Steve, I can still call Steve. If I need to call Cliff, you know, I can mm-hmm. still call Cliff. Like it's it's the relationship. You get long distance calls. Well, you know, you know these these iPhones and, and AT&T. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm messing around. I'm, I'm messing around. No, I I, I mean, the tie, the tie oh, I, but, uh, it's, it's all good. I'm going to Singapore. Like he can give me some tidbits. Like, <laughs> but it's the relationship. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It's, it's the relationships that that really matter. And and the thing is, is those relationships. You never know how those relationships fit in mm-hmm. to even the current regime. Yeah. You know, um, Mike Munchek, which was my my offensive line coach in Pittsburgh was the guy who hired Gannon yeah. when he was in Tennessee. Yep. You just never know small how, world that way. How, huh? how how the world works, you know. Um Adams, uh Coach Adams was connected to Boise State. Yep. Coogler. Coogs yep. was at Boise State. Like you just never know how all these things are are, are connected. You know? Mm-hmm. Um Monty was in New England before he was in Tennessee. Yep. He drafted people that I know extremely well. Nate Soder, Marcus Cannon. Um, like, he's he's mm-hmm. been around. You know, he had uh, in, in, in Tennessee, he had um, uh, Jack Conklin. Like, people I know, people he knows. Like, yeah. there's there's always some type of commonality within the National Football League. It's are you willing to put your pride aside to be able to look at what you have in common versus what you have that's different? Okay, okay. I guess, uh, are you a big fisherman? I talked to Clayton Adams today, actually, and he told me that he's a big fisherman. Man, so I fish. <laughs> you know, here's, here's, here's something interesting, man. I told you I'm from the country. So I bought a track of land a couple of years ago, and um, my grandfather's a, a huge fisherman. Like, okay. that's, that's what he does. That's loves it like that's that's what just kind of thing. what kind of fish tyler was almost I'm, a professional I'm, I'm, fish i'm, I'm, get, I'm getting i'm getting there <laughs> uh, i'm getting there okay okay um but you know we had to strike a land and i was like you know i want i want some water on the land okay so talked to some friends and and we dug a big hole oh, and the hole happened awesome. to be you know about an acre uh acre and a half or so <laughs> it's a big um, hole it's a big hole um and i asked my grandfather like you know what do you want like well, i want some some bluegill okay some bluegill in there I want some catfish. All right, put some catfish in there. I want some big mouth bass. Well, how there big we do you want your bass? There we go. And put the bass in there. I want some crappie. All right, put some crappie in there. I want some perch. All right, put some perch in there. <laughs> like, whatever you want. Yeah. Literally. That's awesome. So from time to time, literally, he doesn't have to pay to go fish anywhere. He doesn't have to pay, <laughs> you know, pay a lease to go anywhere. Yeah. He got a key to the gate. Whenever he want to go over there, he can go over there. That's awesome. Um, and that's what's great. You know, this platform that's been given to me, you know, the, the blessings that come with it is you are able to bless other people. My grandfather is a very, very simple man. All he wants to do is go fish. Grandpa, go fish. Whatever, what, yeah. the, only, now, the one thing that he's asked for that I haven't gotten him yet is he wanted a pier. So he wanted <laughs> <laughs> so. <he, laughs> So it wants me to build him a pier oh, from the ground that, okay. that kind of, you know, goes out to, you know, probably halfway. 
Got to have some structure for the fish, man. Yeah, he wants to, he wants to have some structure. Uh, have put some trees structure. around the pond so yep. we got a nice shade cover. Uh, but now he wants he wants a pier. So that's that's the the next thing that I got to get for. Him. Yeah. All right, I got to shift to our next thing because we are a little bit on a clock right now. <laughs> my fault. My fault. Hey, no, that was look, me. I no. went on the tangent, hey, man. <laughs> listen, man. I, I would sit here and listen to you guys talk yeah, yeah, fish yeah, for a day, but yeah. I, days I got no idea what's it's going on. So good. something I do know that's going on, obviously, yeah. is your free agency. I just yeah. want to know for you, yeah. has there been a lot of interest out there for somebody who's as reliable as you are? It's been quite a bit of interest. It's been cool to 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 receive that type of interest, considering where things were prior to the pandemic. I mean, in essence, we're just now kind of getting out of that kind of pandemic um, slump from, from a capital standpoint, and people are starting to deploy capital. Cap went up as well, yep. and it's been really, really Really good, good interest. Nice. Um, that's why I feel comfortable going to Zambia during free agency. Uh, yeah, that was, my <laughs> next, that was my question: is how do you how do you keep track of everything? I mean, new, league year starts on the fifteenth, and I'm going to guess you're over there. I won't be back until the twenty first. So, what, <laughs> I mean, how does how does that stretch stretch of time work? Is that just more of an agent? kind of taking I mean, things over? We, I, I'm confident in my abilities. I'm confident in what the, the product that I put out on the field. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I need time with my wife. You know, we want to go and serve. It's been a while since we had an opportunity to do so. Um, this just happened to be a week that yeah. I put on the calendar last year. And it just happened to be <laughs> during free agency. Yeah. Um, but I'm confident in what I did for, for 17 Sundays throughout the year. Um, and, I'm, and I'm confident in my body of work. And if you look at the body of work um, versus the age, mm-hmm. you will see that the production has continued to go up as I've gotten older. So I've gotten, I've gotten better as I've gotten older, not declined as I've gotten older. Has the world of sports maybe started to take a turn from that idea of the early 30s as the end of your athletic career, not just in football, but all around? You see guys that are excelling into their mid-late 40s, yeah. and even Tom Brady, who goes yeah. farther than that. Yeah. You know, I just think that there have been more resources around the game and, and around sports that allow you um, to really lean into that. But you also have to realize there used to be a time where guys used to play a decade plus, and that was the norm. You know, you look at uh, um, uh, Ray Brown, who's around here, you know, played for 20 years. Mm-hmm. You know, you look at Jackie Slater, like, played yeah. for 20 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, you look at Orlando Pace, decade plus. Jonathan Ogden, decade plus. Um you know, Will Shields, decade plus. Like, it's, you know, Brad Hopkins, decade plus. Like, it's guys that have played this this game at, at, a, at a high clip for a very long time. And that's just, it's, I think it's come back into favor uh, in some instances. I mean, Andrew Whitworth, mm-hmm. you know, decade plus. Marshall Yonder, decade plus. Like, I just think that if you are reliable and if people can trust you and if you're at, you know, and at that age and at that point on the back end of your career, they still see that you love the game and they still see that you want to put the effort and the time into the game. They're willing to compensate you. Now, a lot of those are, you know, high round picks. And I think what's different about me is I'm kind of a, a low round pick. I mean, Jason Peters, you know, yeah. Tyron Smith. I mean, it's uh, Trent Williams. I mean, the list can go on and on. But if they see that the willing, you have the willingness to continue to do what is what's needed to be successful, I think you, you know, they'll find a, they'll find a place for you. What a... Uh what kind of fit or, or, I guess, situation are you looking for? The number one situation I'm looking for is can I play on grass? Okay. 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 That is, like, the thing that I'm optimizing for is the ability. Really? Yes. To play on grass. 
Okay. Many people don't think about that, but yeah, I, that was not going to be the first option. Yeah. I was would most that. of the teams reaching out to you know that? Like it, they know that, and they they still got that interest yeah, in it. Would, uh, but but I mean, there's, there's been some teams that have turf as well, and I'm I'm fine with that. It's just you ask the question, yeah, and people have right. asked yeah. the question like, yeah. hey, what are you optimizing for? I want to play on grass. Yeah. Um, which you know, I played on grass the last three years, and I would say. Uh, only three out of the twelve years that I've been playing has has been on turf. Um and it was in New York. Okay. You know? Otherwise I've I've been on yeah, grass. Yeah. Um but it's it's something special about playing on grass. I love nature, I love grass. I mean I, it's 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 a lot, but um I just love playing on grass. So that's what I'm optimizing for. And then secondly, will you allow me to start? You know? Um and if you want to allow me to, give me the opportunity to go take it, which okay. I have no problem with going and, and, and taking a job and, and going and, and earning the right uh to, 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 to call myself a starter. So um it's the ability to be in a situation where those two things match up. But I'm not wed to grass, but I'm more than happy to play on grass another couple of years. Okay. Okay. All right, I got a couple more things before we got to wrap it up here. Now, you are a union rep for the NFLPA, and not this year, not this year, but you have you have been you have been involved. Yeah, I'll I'll be back next year. Okay, Okay. so you're going to be one in the future. Now, the NFLPA released their first ever Mm -hmm. report card, and the Cardinals' grades were lackluster. Mm -hmm. And I was wondering, from your perspective, what needs to or could be done to improve those from your first-hand experience? You know, I think it's, it's an opportunity to uh, – I, th- I say it as an opportunity, not so much, hey, that's what it was. I mean, you look at teams, I mean, it's, it's, it's negative marks up and down oh, yeah. the, the, the National Football League. Nobody's batting 1,000, and just like no player is batting 1,000, yep. you know. Um, but I think, you know, there's an opportunity for there to be growth. And I think the, the first place is, is being able to, you know, impact, you know, the things that – are directly impacting the players. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, we're labor. That's just let's just call it what it is. Players are labor. We're entertainment. We're working for the fans. We're working for the organization. We're independent contractors. Mm-hmm. And I just think just being able to make sure that there are resources to allow your labor and your independent contractors to be at their best. Yeah. And you know, I know um, the organization is going to do everything that they can to continue to push that ball forward to allow the team and the people that are working for the team, labor and entertainment, mm-hmm. to be at their best. And I think it's, it's it's professional sports. At the end of the day, we're all yeah. trying to get better. Yeah. In whatever fashion that is, whether it's a facility, whether it's a player, whether it's a quarterback, whether it's a, a GM, whether it's an owner, whether it's a coach. I think at, at, at any point in time, we're all trying to get better. Um, I just think that getting this particular feedback and having it blast all over the Internet was something that I don't think anybody saw coming, to be honest with you. Oh, okay. But, you know. To, to, to take it and, and run with it, which is, which, you know, it, it hit Wall Street Journal, it hit USA Today, you have people on yeah. Twitter going after it. You know, I don't think it was, I don't think anybody saw that that was going to be the case, but okay. I mean, it, it kind of snowballed a little bit there. Snowballed and got a, got a life of his own. Yeah. Um, but I think at the end of the day, I think anybody would, anybody who loves to compete would love constructive criticism. How do I get better? Yeah, should be looking for the improvements. Yeah. How do, how do I improve? Yeah. All right. I think we got to jump to uh, a little bit light. 
the light side of things. What do you think? Uh, it's not light. I have beef with you, actually. What you got? Oh, uh, the couple podcasts I listened to, each one you had, you had a kid with you. You had, you had the bad. third in there, my but bad. but this I was expecting maybe you know no, for, they're for in school. To come in. Oh. They're in school right now. I mean, oh, it's, it's not spring what's, break. What's, it's no, not spring break. What's today? Today is uh, no, nah, it's a uh, Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday. Wednesday. Okay. Okay. Yeah, they get yeah. out, so, I was just oh, hoping. I was so just you, hoping. So you want me to tell my son I got to take him out of extended day to come in here and listen to me talk? Hey, I'm sure he'd be pumped. No, he would be pissed off because he loves extended day. Like school gets out at like three thirty and they have like extended day where. You know, a kid used to do. Okay, I retract, day, I retract my beef. I yeah. retract my beef. I, I forgot that school was actually a thing, yes. and it's very important, much yes. more important than Cardinals Corner. Okay, but sticking with that though, you guys are golfers, right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, how'd you get into that? How yeah. uh, how much you guys play? So we actually played. Uh, I was I came back into town Friday evening. We actually played Ocotillo, Ooh, uh, okay. together. Uh, actually, my me and my young my younger two, uh, so so K three and Janelle uh, played Ocotillo. Uh, but it gives us the opportunity to be able to hang out in, mm-hmm. in, in, a, in a much different fashion. Uh, when I was a kid, my dad used to go play basketball with us. Okay, Basketball is not something that I should be playing right now <laughs> um, at this age and, and considering some of the, the consequences that may come with yes. just the wrong turn. Um, but golf is, a, is an amazing sport. It's a sport that, that allows us to, to be a family. And they take their driver and they take their putter. And we you know, I let them drive off the tee, off the women's tee. Um, and then uh, I let them... You know, get on the on the uh, on the green and, and put. All I ask is when Daddy walks back to the golf cart to go to the next hole that you're already on the golf cart. <laughs> so whatever you do while I'm you know I'm, I'm I'm chipping or I'm putting, all I ask is that you get back on the golf cart and you're on the golf cart. So when I get in the golf cart and I put my club back in the bag, we're moving. I'm pretty sure I was told that by my grandpa, my <laughs> father, my mom, probably a couple uncles. Yeah. Uh, what is uh, what are some of your favorite courses out here? Silverleaf. Okay. Oh, my. Okay. I have not played there yet. Oh, my. Have you gone to Gold Canyon yet? I have not. Dinosaur Mountain, man. I have not. Gotta I've been to, uh, is it is it Miraville? That's Yeah. yeah. Miraville is another good one. Okay. Um, and then I love the Raven. I'm really in love oh, with the Raven. the Raven. I love the Raven. Spot, the Raven too. is just a nice public course that's, you know, upkept, mm-hmm. done really well. So, love the Raven. Uh, played, played that track quite a bit. And then I was told about Foothills. Okay. Um, I haven't played Foothills, okay. but it's really close to my kids' school, so I'm trying, trying to find oh. a place I can go hit a couple balls before I pick the kids up, or after I pick the kids up, go and hit a couple balls with the kids. <laughs> and then there's another spot called Whirlwind oh, uh, I know that, that, spot. I, that I haven't played yet, but again, close to the school where I can oh, like... Okay. You know, the thing is, as you get kids, you like you gotta you gotta you gotta formulate and build around their schedule. So like, what can I do that I like? That I can build with them and we can do something together. Yeah, so. I got a one and a half year old right now. Well, and I got a, a number little, two on the little, way. It's a little early. You got you got, you got some time. <laughs> Trying to formulate that plan. Yeah, early. you got some time. What uh, what do you usually shoot out there? What's your handicap? Oh man, we don't need to get into that. Okay, right okay. Now. All right. Okay, so best club, best club. What's your best club and your worst club? My best club, it's probably a nine. Okay. Um, do pretty well with a nine. I do pretty well with my sixty. Uh, my short game is actually okay. Okay. Uh, for me, it's, it's getting out the tee. Okay. You know, sometimes I'm hitting it straight, and sometimes... You got the boomerang? I got the boomerang, man. <laughs> you won't play basketball, but you are going to watch tonight. You're going to Kevin Durant's home debut at Footprint Center. It's, oh, it's, 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 his, it's his home debut. debut. Really? Yeah, yeah so night. it's, it's going to be electric in there. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, I just I, picked. I just picked the game. You picked, a great you one. picked the <laughs> best game. I picked the game because me and my wife. I, I've been out of town, been ripping and running, and I'm finally in town. I was like, "Hey, let's go for a date." There's a friend of mine that's 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 working over there um, uh, for the Suns, and he's been asking me to come. And he was like, "Whenever you want to come, just let me know." I was like, "Hey." You know, I see they're playing the Thunder. Like I'm like, ain't nobody coming to the Thunder. Like, 
<laughs> Lo and behold. Lo and behold. I mean, I had no idea. <laughs> rocking it yeah, out. Yeah, and then, you know, I got it's another game, the Spurs, because that's my team. Okay, okay. okay. The Spurs are coming to town, and I'll be going to the game when they play the Spurs. But, I mean, I just picked this game. We're going to get ahead out of the country. Let's do something fun real yeah. quick. Um, I've been on the road. Let's go, you know, just go have a good time. Yeah, and you picked, a, you picked I, the right game to have some fun, man. I had, I had no idea. It's going to be electric in there. And yeah. also for the Spurs, when you guys get Wembenyama, that's going to be that's gonna be great. That, that, that number one overall pick for the Spurs is going to be perfect. Yeah, it's, it's, it's my, my Spurs have been struggling a little bit since uh, you these, go to the championship since, parade here since, and then these, go draft since these two guys have, have, have retired you know it's, it's, it's been a little wait I thought the championship was in Sacramento oh that's funny this guy's a Kings fan so uh, no the championship runs through Phoenix this well, year everybody is, knows I, it I actually think it may run through Dallas to be honest with you oh, oh, get out and I'm not a Mavs fan you know but I, I, think, I think it may okay. run through Dallas you know it's not running through LA which is what everybody wants for it to happen <laughs> no it is not, is not. Um, <laughs> and the thing is is you know I happen to be watching the, the, the Celtics play last week and well Celtics and the Bucks um and I don't know if, if either of those teams have the ability to, to close it out this year. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. Tell you what, man. We can talk a little hoops later. But for now, we got to wrap this up because you got to go do some segments on Burns and Gambo making the rounds today. <laughs> but once again, Kelvin Beecham, Yuck. thank you for joining us. Current free agent, been a stalwart for the Cardinals, yes. only player to start all 17 games on offense last season. Tell them where they can find whatever they need to get involved with the organization. Yes, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, Kelvin Beecham. Uh, that's, I keep it simple. Go in, check it out. If it works for you, it works for you. If not, I just solicit your prayers. Uh, going out of the country, I always want to be safe. Yeah. And then and worldvision.com slash Beecham, yep. right? Yep. Worldvision.com slash Beecham to get involved with yes, the water. Well, and just sir. for me, man, I just want to say I appreciate you know the respect and the professionalism you showed me just out in the field. So really appreciate it, man. Yes, sir. Anytime. All right, man. We'll wrap it up for now, but you can follow Kelvin wherever he just said. You can follow Tyler at tdrake for sports Follow myself at Eric Ruby. Follow the show at AZ Cards Corner. We'll be back probably breaking down some draft stuff for you guys next week. But until then, enjoy football.